0: We would hunger and thirst after you, Lord Jesus, that we would be not just, oh God, that we would not be observers, but that we would be participants, O oh God, in your kingdom, O oh God, that we would not be casual observers, O oh God, of what's going on in this, in your kingdom, but that we would be participants, oh God. Have your way, Lord Jesus, as you've already done, Lord Jesus, let your kingdom come Father, let your will be done, O oh God, in this place, in this moment, in this hour, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We are not our own, Lord, today. We are bought with a price, O oh God. We belong to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We belong to you. We are your vessels. We are your people, Lord. We are your sheep, O oh God. It's your pasture. Lord, it's your kingdom, it's your soul, O oh God, we belong to you, Lord, our souls belong to you, Jesus. Have your way, Lord Jesus, have your way, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah 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 kotiata Have Your way, Jesus. Have Your way, Jesus. Have Your way, Jesus. We honor You, Lord. We praise You, Lord Jesus. We worship You, Jesus. We're thankful, Father. We're thankful, Father. We are thankful, Lord Jesus, that You have given us breath in our bodies, that we can use that breath, O God, to give praise and honor and glory to Your name. Hallelujah, the fruit of our lips, given praise unto your name today, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Oh, what a privilege it is to be here among your people, Lord Jesus. What a privilege it is to be in your presence, Lord. What a privilege it is, O oh God, to be a part of what you're doing in this last day, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Well, glory, We're together again. Just praising the Lord. We're together again. In one accord. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We're together again. Just praising the Lord. Well, we're together again. Just praising the Lord. We're together again. In one accord. Something good is gonna happen. Something good is not together again. Oh yeah. is praising the Lord. One more time. We're together again. Just praising the Lord. We're together again. In one accord something good is gonna happen. Something in store we're together again just praising the lord let's praise him church let's praise him with our lips with our hands with our voices oh god with our very being oh god we praise you we praise you we praise you we praise you we praise and exalt you We honor you, Jesus. We glorify you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the name of Jesus. Let's not forget our men's section for prayer breakfast taking place in Stevens Point next Saturday. Amen. And there will be more to come on that. Yes, sir. Amen. Pastor needs a head count. Count me in. Uh, who's going, and we can coordinate rides. If y'all, some of y'all want to come to my house and park and then ride from there, we can do that, however y'all want to do it. Amen. But we need to take a, a good group with us up there on the 2nd of March. Amen. Amens. March 9th, men's prayer, 8 a.m. at the church. Ladies' prayer and fellowship, 10 a.m. at the church. Everybody said Amen. Amen. That's also the Saturday that we will be rolling our clocks forward. Oh, hallelujah. Spring is almost here. <laughs> hallelujah. March 10th, which will be March 9th, middle of the night. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. April 7th, Faith Promise Service. Whoops, I jumped. <laughs> Good thing that booth person's got her act together. Amen. Save Our Children is due on March the 17th. Don't forget that. Amen. And then finally, April 7th, Faith Promise Service. We have someone that will be speaking. There will be more about that to come. But April 7th will be our Faith Promise Service. Everybody said, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Brother, amen. God's going to have a good time in that service. Amen. Well, we have come into this house and gathered in His name to worship Him. Oh, we have come into this house and gathered in His name to worship Him. We have come into this house and gathered in his name to worship Christ our Lord. Oh, worship him, Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's forget about ourselves. And concentrate on Him and worship Him. Oh, let's forget about ourselves and concentrate on Him and worship Him. Let's forget about ourselves And concentrate on Him and worship Christ the Lord. Oh, worship Him, Jesus Christ the Lord. Let us lift up holy hands And magnify His name and worship Him. Let us lift up holy hands And magnify His name and worship Him. Let us lift up holy hands and magnify his name and worship Christ the Lord. Woe worship him, Jesus Christ the Lord. Lay is all my righteousness I stand complete in Him and worship Him. He is all my righteousness. Stand complete in Him and worship Him. I stand complete in Him and worship Christ our Lord. Oh, worship Him, Jesus Christ our Lord. We have come into His house. To magnify His name and worship Him. Oh, we have come into His house And gathered in His name to worship Him. We have come into His house To gather in His name and worship Christ our Lord. Worship Him, Jesus Christ our Lord. Can we just worship Him? We're not just singing a song to Jesus, but we're really worshiping Him. We're worshiping Him. We're magnifying and glorifying and lifting Him up. We're not just singing Jesus a song, but we are lifting Him up with holy hands, without wrath, and without doubting, Father. You are the faithful God. You are the holy God. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus Amen. I'm going to throw a new one at you. If you know this, sing it with me. All the saints and angels, they bow before your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things and to You are all things. You deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things. And to You are all things. You deserve the glory. All the saints and angels. They bow before Your throne. All the elders cast their crowns before the Lamb of God and sing, You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things and to You are all things. You deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Day and night, night and day, let incense. Rise, day and night, night and day, let incense rise. Oh, day and night, night and day, let incense rise. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things and to You are all things. You deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from You are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Can we just worship him right now, church? He deserves all of our glory. He deserves all of our praise. He deserves every word out of our mouth to be lifted up to magnify and glorify his name. Jesus, we honor you today. We honor you today and every day. We honor you every moment of every day. We honor you with every breath that you've put in our bodies. We would not have breath in our bodies to worship you if you hadn't given us breath in our bodies today, Lord. We would not have a voice to worship you if you hadn't allowed us to have our voice today. Lord, to have a clear mind and a clear conscience today. Lord Jesus, to have peace today that is all understanding today only because of you, God. Oh, you deserve all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. He truly is worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Oh, you're worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. And to you are all things. You deserve the glory. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. You deserve the glory. Jesus' name, Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. You deserve the glory. You deserve. We wouldn't have anything without you, God. Without You, we can do nothing, God. Without You, we can do nothing, God, except we abide in You and Your Word abides in us. Hallelujah. You deserve all the glory. Jesus, You deserve all the praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Amen. To the book of Jude verses 20 and 21 to the book of Jude. There's only one chapter, verses 20 and 21. If you want to call it chapter 1, I guess that's all right. Hallelujah. My Bible app has it as chapter 1. It's the only chapter. Amen. Verse 20 and 21. But ye, everybody say that's me. Beloved, everybody say that's me. I love how these men address the church, but you, beloved, the beloved of who? The beloved of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are his beloved. Everybody understand that you are his beloved. Building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Father, thank you for this opportunity to be before your people today. Use me as your vessel, as your conduit, to only speak what you would have me to say. Lord, let the ears that are in this room hear what your Spirit is saying to them. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, in Jesus' name. Amen. You can be seated this morning. Hallelujah. That scripture, it says, building up yourselves. And it, what it really is saying is building up one another. we got to build up one another. We're family. We're the, we're the church of the living God. We're the body of Christ. The body has many parts. We all have a part in the body of Christ. And it says in there, it doesn't say in your most holy faith, but it says on your most holy faith. What is that faith? that we are supposed to be building on. It sounds like if you're a builder, if you're building on something, you're building a, on a foundation. Is that right, Brother Terry? We're building on top of a foundation. you got to put in a footer before you can ever put anything else in. There's got to be a solid place to build your building. And so we are building. This writer of this book is giving some final advice to the church, it seems like to me. And he's telling them that they need to build upon the most holy faith. What is the, the Bible talks about the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, once and for all. That faith has been, was delivered to them then, and it's been passed down for generation after generation after generation. And one day somebody was able to publish it in a book, and we carry it around today. It's called the Bible. And we have, we are the ones that have been chosen. You've already indicated, your pastor's already indicated that we are the ones that have been chosen in this hour and this day to carry forth this gospel, this word of God that we stand for and live on every single day. Amen. And so, what we're going to just talk a little bit about today is building up yourselves. Building up yourselves. You know, if you, if you go, go, by the gym and you park outside in the parking lot and the, the gym where we go has it's all glass so you can see in there everybody doing their little thing and there's there's free weights and machine weights and there's a whole bunch of treadmills and stairmasters and stuff lined up by the wall and so you could just sit out in the parking lot and you could just observe all those healthy people in there doing all their stuff the ones on the treadmill, the ones that are pumping the free weights, and the ones that are, that are working out on the machines. And you could just sit there and say, man, look at those people. They're in good shape. Some of them are trying to get in good shape, like me, <laughs> working at it. But I'm not going to, man, I could be like one of them one day. Not sitting in the car, you're not. Not even standing by the window, you're not. You can watch them work out all day long and never break a sweat, and you're never going to get any more toned or any more in shape or any less in shape just standing there watching them. And then let's just say you went and got a membership and you went inside and you just walked around and watched everybody working out. Man, if I got on that machine, man, I'd look like like that guy, man. I'd have those. But if you never touch a machine, if you never touch a dumbbell, if you never lift a weight, you never step on a treadmill and turn it on. You're never gonna. You're not gonna gain anything from that, are you? I mean, those people that walk around the mall, those mall walkers. They're not just doing that for fun. They're doing that for exercise. They're trying to stay in shape. It takes effort to do what they're doing. They got to want to do it, and then they've got to purpose to do it, and then they've actually got to get out there and do it they got to put the shoes on, the right kind of shoes, wear the right kind of outfit or whatever, and they got you got to go do those things. You're never going to look like that guy in the picture unless you get out there and do the work. That house that you saw in the picture that the builders are supposed to build, you're never going to see that house in any other form except that picture unless somebody gets out there and starts putting in a foundation and building upon it. And so this writer is telling us,
1: yes, sir. Uh, I'm sorry to do this, but really quick, we just got a text uh, from, uh, we've got this. uh, Brother Barbet is in the ER in West Allis. That's all we know. So if if we could pray for that right now. Go ahead. Let's pray. Let's stand and let's pray. Let's call out, let's intercede for Brother Barbé right now. Lord Jesus, we worship you. We are so thankful for your so great salvation. We're so thankful for your mercy and for your grace, your compassion to usward. We're so thankful, Lord Jesus, for the covenant promises that you've given us. We pray now, we intercede, we stand in the gap, we make up the hedge for Brother Barbé right now. We pray, Lord, that you would be with him right now. We intercede on his behalf. Send angels to encamp about him. We take authority as you have given to us. We we take authority over these sicknesses, this, this disease, this infirmity, whatever it might be. In Jesus' name, we command healing to take place, Lord. We command healing to take place by the power and by the authority that you've given us as children of the Most High God. We are speaking to this mountain right now that it be removed and be cast into the sea. Hallelujah, Jesus, and we give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We worship and we praise you because you are our great physician, because it's by your stripes that we're healed. Hallelujah, Jesus. Demonstrate once again that you do still intervene in the affairs of men. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness and your greatness. We worship and we praise you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Amen. As the pastor already indicated this morning, God's got the every situation. Amen. He knew you can be seated. He knew that he knew before you got out of bed this morning that you were even going to get out of bed and have breath in your body. Amen. He knows every situation. He knows every circumstance. He's not shocked or surprised of what's going on right now. God's got this. Amen. And we're looking forward to the good report. So there's going to be three things that we're going to talk about out of these verses. I believe there's three ways that that the writer is telling us that we need to build up on our most holy faith. It's important. If you just believe for salvation and you just receive your salvation and you don't ever do anything else with it except just sit on your salvation and never grow in God, what's going to happen? It's not going to be good. I have to grow in this faith. I, I can remember when I first got in church and, and I thought it was a big deal to be an usher in the church. And we were in a military church, so all of a sudden one day, the guy that's the head usher in the Air Force. He's got orders to leave. And suddenly I'm thrust into the head usher position. Oh, hallelujah, right? It scared me to death. I didn't know. I, I, I wasn't ready. I didn't think I was ready. But I was thrust into that role. And so I couldn't just live off of my initial salvation experience. I had to build upon that. And I still have to build upon that. He already indicated to us it's a day-by-day thing. It's a choice that I have to make every day. It's not automatic. Just because I have the Holy Ghost and just because I have the name of Jesus Christ applied to my life doesn't mean I'm automatically going to stay saved. Demas, the Bible says, having loved this present world, something got into him. Something got in his craw. He allowed something to get into his life and get between him and his Jesus. And he walked away. And we would be foolish to even think that that could never happen to us. And so this writer has given us three things that we need to do. Number one, praying in the Holy Ghost. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Not just saying some prayers. People in religious organizations say prayers all the time. Buddhists say prayers all the time. Muslims say prayers all the time. But if you're not praying to the one who really answers prayers, those Those prophets cried out, and they cut themselves, and they tried to get their God to answer, and he wouldn't. And and our prophet just stood over there and laughed and mocked. Maybe he's on vacation. Maybe he's taking a nap. Your God never sleeps. He never takes a nap. He's never on vacation. But you've got to maintain a relationship with him. And we don't just have the Holy Ghost, folks, so we can say, ha, ha, we have the Holy Ghost, and you don't. That's not what it's for. Just so we can have bragging rights. God gave us the baptism of the Holy Ghost because it was something we needed. To walk with Him and to be in this life and be in this world, but not of this world. And so this writer says, praying In the Holy Ghost. Well, what does that mean? We're going to talk about that. Jameson Fawcett and Brown Commentary says, Praying in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit teaches what we are to pray for and how we are to pray. None can pray aright save by being in the Spirit. That is, in the element of His influence. Somebody named Chrysostom, Chrysostom states that among the charisms or the attributes of charisma, compelling attractiveness of what we believe, bestowed at the beginning of the New Testament dispensation was the gift of prayer. Don't believe it? Go right to the very beginning of the church. Acts 2.42 says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. That's what we need to do. And breaking of bread, talking about the Word, talking about the things of God, and in prayers, plural. Why is it plural? There's, only, there's more than one kind of prayer, isn't there? Is there intercession, interceding for somebody? You, I remember the Lord prompted me one time when I was a brand new baby in Christ to, to intercede for somebody whose name I didn't, even, I didn't know who they were, didn't know what they looked like, but all I knew was a name. And I was already on my face praying, and the, and the Lord just prompted me, and I did. I don't know who this is, but I'm praying. Next day, a couple called the church, wanted to ride to church. They, they were going to commit suicide the day before, the day I was praying. They, were, they had a suicide pack, husband and wife, and they didn't. Now, I'm not bragging, but I just believe that's because God told me to pray for that couple at that moment when they were about to do it. And so it's important that we understand that there's more to prayer than just now I lay me down to sleep or Lord bless this food in Jesus' name. There's way more to prayer than that. Romans eight twenty-six and 27 says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. What infirmities is he talking about? When you see a colon, that means he's fixing to explain what he just said. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. How many's ever felt like that? Okay, Lord, I went through my list. Okay, five minutes has passed. Now what do I talk about? Right? Your list is, you've exhausted your list. Well, that's where the Spirit comes in. Because he just said, we don't know what to pray for as we ought. And there's things that the Lord wants the people in this room to pray about, and he's going to prompt you to pray about those things. But you got to be listening. For we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts, do we know our own heart? Nah, we don't. If you think you do, you don't. I'm telling you right now. I'm not being pastoral, right? But if you don't if you think you know your heart, you're lying to yourself, the devil's lying to you, you need to just wake up. He knows the hearts and knows the mind of the spirit, capital S, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. God will use us to make intercession, he will cause us to travail. In prayer, what's travailing? Any of you men that are fathers in here ever watched your wife give birth? I have. That's travail. Now, let's let's transition that to travailing prayer. Paul spoke and said that he travailed in birth until Christ be formed in us. (laughs) I'm glad Paul prayed that prayer. I think that prayer is still active today because I want to be, I want Christ to be formed in me. Is he done being formed in me? No. He's still working on me to make me what I ought to be, right? We need to have that mindset and that mentality. God is working on us every day. I don't ever want him to stop working on me. Don't let up, Lord. Keep the pressure on. Don't let me be lost. So we have an infirmity. We don't know what to pray for as we ought to. The Amplified version of the Bible, Amplified Classic, Romans 8, 26 and 27, says it this way. So, too, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance. Anybody ever prayed in tongues? And he who searches the hearts of men knows what is is, is in the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will. I don't want, I don't know about you, but I want to pray exactly in God's will what he wants me to pray and I want I want those situations like happened to me over there that God just just enters into my mind and gives a, speaks a name to me that I don't even know and says I need you to pray There was a preacher friend of mine when I was in Texas. He was, he was a, uh, an evangelist, and he was ministering in a little bitty church like this in Louisiana, and he was fighting some devils. He said he was just, it was just bad. And this, he found this out much later, but this elderly sister that he knew was on, in an airplane flying right over top of where he was, and something came over her and said, pray for Brother So-and-so. And she began to sit there in her airplane seat and intercede for him. And he later, much later when he talked to her, he, he told her the story of how all of a sudden out of nowhere in this service, it, it, it just, just blew up. Why did that happen? Because somebody was sitting in an airplane, just, in the, just living in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit while they're sitting in an airplane seat. And God spoke to them and said, pray. And they didn't question why, who, they just started praying. Oh, that we could do that. And that's what this this writer is telling us that, that one of the three things that we need to do is pray in the Holy Ghost. Does it have to be in here that you pray in the Holy Ghost? Do you have to be in your prayer closet to pray in the Holy Ghost? I like my prayer closet. All I gotta do is do this. Close my eyes. I'm in my prayer closet. When I'm sitting in the driver's seat of my truck, I'm in my prayer closet. That's right. Don't close your eyes. (laughs) Amen. Watch and pray when you're driving. (laughs) Hallelujah, Jesus. Officer, I was praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the, the writer is telling us that we got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Is that ever more important today than ever? And we're going to get into why he wrote these things in just a few minutes. But it was there was a reason that he was telling the church these things. It was vitally important that they know and understand this. It's vitally important in this day that we know and understand this, that we aren't just having church to have church and being satisfied with just having church services because there's a world out there that needs some people in this room to to be willing and ready to intercede and travail when the lord prompts you to do so the lord might prompt you to pray and intercede for this man right here who above anybody else in this room is going to come under attack over this congregation than this man right here. We need to cover this man in prayer. We need to cover his family in prayer. Don't don't wait. We need to cover him every day. I don't know about you, but I like to hear from heaven. I like to hear from the throne room when somebody stands up here. And so whoever's scheduled to be up here, I'm praying for him. Because I want to know what God is saying through that vessel. Amen. So if you need something to pray for, pray for your pastor. Pray for me. Amen. Ephesians six eighteen through 20 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Praying always. What does always mean? <laughs> Revelation. Light came on every minute. I know I I don't pray when I sleep. Some of you all might, but I don't. But if the Lord wakes me up in the middle of the night and won't let me go back to sleep, I've learned that that's not just because I have insomnia. It's because He woke me up. And sometimes I'll just lay there and just start worshiping Him, magnifying Him, glorifying Him, and waiting on Him maybe there's something he wants me to pray about in the middle of the night. Because in the middle of the night in Wisconsin, it's not the middle of the night somewhere else. And what if he needs you to pray for a missionary that's in daylight hours, that's getting ready to go through something? I want to be there. I want to be that intercessor. I don't want any glory for it. I just want to be there for when the Lord needs me to, to do that. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. And watching... Thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. we got to pray for one another, folks. Praying in the Spirit. And for me. Paul's asking. And pray for me while you're at it. That utterance may be given unto me. Here we go. Pray that I'll follow the Holy Ghost. Pray that I'll be his conduit and say what he sent me to say. That's what Paul is saying. That I may open my mouth boldly and to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds. That therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. How important is it as apostolic believers to listen to and be led by the Holy Ghost? Vitally important. Praying in the Spirit is vitally important. Let me tell you something. The enemy's going to come into your mind and tell you not to do that you pray in tongues too much. He'll tell you that. If he hasn't told you that, he's told me that. He's tried. And I've just said, sorry. That's what God gave me that gift of prayer for. And I'm not going to cease to do it as long as I have breath in my body. Paul and Timothy, now this is how important it is to listen to the holy ghost. Paul and Timothy was brand new convert. Paul was going to take Timothy into Asia. And something happened in the book of Acts chapter 16. They were forbidden by the holy ghost from going into Asia. What made all these plans to go into Asia? Paul was a, was he was the preacher of preachers, right? He was starting churches everywhere, and he had plans to go into Asia. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost says, no, you're not. Are we going to listen to the Holy Ghost when he comes and tells us to stop doing something? Does God know everything? Is timing important in God's whole plan and purpose? Timing was important. Timing wasn't right. And so it wasn't time for Paul and Timothy to go into Asia. God had other plans already that he needed him to do. And as much as Paul desired to go reach the people in Asia, God said, no, not right now. Oh, that we would have that sensitivity in the Holy Ghost, to be able to pray in the Holy Ghost, to be able to listen to the Holy Ghost speaking to us and directing our very steps. Don't turn left here, turn right. Right. That's your right, my left. From that well. Number two, keeping yourselves in the love of God. Keeping yourselves in the love of God. That word love there is the word agape. What's agape love? That's the that's the kind of love that Jesus had for us when he died on the cross. We're not in and of ourselves capable of having that kind of love for people in this world. I'll I'll be the first to admit, it is not in me to love some of the people that he's going to send me to talk to. You already indicated that this morning about the lady that got let go. There was something in you that said, God, give me a love for her to the point where I will go out of my way and out of my comfort zone to talk to that person. Because what if they need to hear about Jesus? Because doesn't everybody, isn't this gospel to whomsoever will? And so we got to keep ourselves in the love of Jesus. With reference to God's love, it is God's willful direction toward man. That's what agape is. It involves going, God doing what he knows is best for man and not necessarily what man desires. That's the love of God. What did he give? Because the scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. What did he give? Not what man wanted. Jesus didn't want to die on the cross. He actually went and prayed a prayer. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done, Father. Can I get out of this? Nope. Okay, well then, nevertheless, not my will. But it was what God knew needed to happen. God needs some things to happen in our life. If we we will follow the love of God. Jameson Fawcett, Fawcett and Brown says, Keep yourselves in the love of God. That is God's love to you and to all his believing children. The only guarantee for their being kept safe. I need and you need the love of God in your life. We need God's love in our life to be kept, to be safe. Man's need of watching is implied. At the same time, he cannot keep himself unless God in his love keeps him. It's, it's God that's keeping me every day. It's God that's giving you breath in your body every day. It's God that loves you enough to tell you when you're going down a wrong road. Uh, I need to keep myself inside the love of God. I need to keep myself in that boundary, if you will. So he's talking to us about building on a foundation, praying in the Holy Ghost, keeping ourselves in the love of God, right? Philippians 4, 1 through 9. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, long for my joy and crown so so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved, I beseech you, Odeus, and beseech Sintik, that they be, be of the same mind in the Lord. And I, and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women who labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with all with the other fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand." Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which thou hast... You have both learned and received and heard in me and seen in me do. And the God of peace shall be with you, keeping yourself in the love of God. Deuteronomy 7, 7 through 9. The Lord did not set his love upon you nor choose you because you were more in number than any any people. For you were the fewest of all people. I'm like, why am I the one he picked out of my family? I'm the least worthy in my own mind. Right? But the, because the Lord loved you, because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, say, hath the Lord brought you out, of the, out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of the bondman from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know, know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is a God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep the, his commandments to a thousand generations. I, I'm in that thousand generations. I don't know if we've made it past a thousand generations yet from that day. But I'm going to keep myself in the love of God. Romans eight thirty-five through 39 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, For thy sake are we killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, the agape of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Number three, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. Amen that mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ His mercy the Bible says his mercies are new every morning Great is his faithfulness right thank God Amen The word hope right Hope implies an expectation. We're hoping for the Lord to come soon and take us away from this place. We live every day with that hope. Whether I live to be 150 or get hit with a truck tomorrow, my hope, my expectation, my earnest expectation is in the Lord. I'm expecting His mercy and His grace to be in operation for me, for my life, for this great salvation that He's given me. How many want and need His mercy every day? And His grace. I need His mercy. Mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. That's that parent that decides not to whoop you when they know you need it. But they decide they're going to go a different route. Hallelujah. The Passion Translation, Jude 20 and 21 says, But you, my delightfully loved friends, constantly and progressively... I love that right there. Constantly and progressively. Build yourselves up upon the foundation of your most holy faith by praying every moment in the spirit. Fasten your hearts to the love of God. Receive the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ who gives us eternal life. We've got to fasten ourselves to it. We've got to constantly and progressively building that building. Building upon that foundation. That the apostles and prophets left us. And so earlier in that chapter. And I'm coming to a close. In the book of Jude verses 3 and 4. Jude says this. Beloved when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend. For the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. This was serious to the writer of this book. Some of the apostles had already been taken out of this world and gone on their way and to be with Jesus. Amen. And so Jude was encouraging the church. Why? For there are certain men crept in unawares. He was writing this back in that day. It wasn't long after the, new, the, the brand new church started that there all, almost immediately started coming in false teachers and false prophets and the Jews and different ones trying to, to break up with, and to mess with what Jesus had started. And so he's, he is again warning them that there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained of this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our god into lasciviousness and denying the only lord god and our lord jesus christ these men were prophesied about and they're they're among us today all the more reason that that this man gave us this advice this final advice building up ourselves in our most holy faith praying in the holy ghost Keeping ourselves in the love of God and looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. I'm looking for that day. I'm looking for that hour. We don't know the hour or the day, but I'm looking for it. And, and the Bible tells us to be watchful, to look up and be watchful. But at the same time, we got to be busy about our Father's business. We've got to make every effort to reach every soul, to speak a word to somebody. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Listen to the Spirit. When you're standing and sitting in the restaurant and a waitress is coming over there and the the person that's waiting on you seems to be distracted and seems to be upset about something, don't just write that off as, well, this is a terrible waitress. You don't know what's going on in their life. You don't know what bad news they just received. Do just like... The pastor taught us this morning. Go to prayer right there, sitting at your dinner table. What is it that's going on, God? Give me a word to give to this person. You might have that one chance, that one opportunity to be a blessing, to speak a word, not maybe like a prophetic word, like you know their situation, but just something to encourage them that God's got your life. You don't need to know the details. Hallelujah, let's stand. I don't know if this has been a blessing or a help to anybody today. I felt like the Lord wanted me to just bring this. Amen. These words were not written to to anybody. They were written to the church. And these are words for us to, to live by. These are words for us to consider. Amen. Father, we love you today. Thank you today, Father. Lord Jesus, I need your help. Lord Jesus, I need you, God. Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord Jesus, that something that I've said today has been a blessing and a help to somebody. Father, I need you to have your way in every life. Lord Jesus, I need you to help us to have ears to hear, Lord, what your Spirit is saying, Lord, that we would perceive and understand and recognize, oh God, that you're gently trying to get a hold of our lives, that you're gently reaching for us, God, that you're gently Lord, and very, very, very gently, Lord, trying to draw us to a place where you need us to be, Father, from the place that we are. Lord, pull us out of our comfort zones, Lord Jesus. Pull us into that place of submission to you. Pull us into that place of a willing heart and a willing mind, Lord Jesus, to to build up our most holy faith, O God, to cause us, O God, to be the church, to be, O God, to act like the church. That we're supposed to be called to be, Lord Jesus, that we would be that light and that witness to the lost world around us, Lord. Cause us, O oh God, to be sensitive, to seek that sensitivity in the spirit, Lord, to seek for it and to desire it, Lord, with all of our heart, soul, mind and strength, O oh God. Hallelujah. That it be for your glory. Let it be for your kingdom, Father, not for ours. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you for this word today. We thank you for your goodness, mercy and grace. Lord, once again, we pray for Brother Barbe right now in the name of Jesus. We plead your blood over that situation. We pray your covering over him, over Sister Barbe, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that your angels would go to that place and encamp around that, that hospital room in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would step into that situation. Show yourself mighty, Lord Jesus. Show yourself mighty and powerful, Lord Jesus, that there be a witness to those, Lord, in that place, O God, reach to those nurses and doctors in that hospital. In the name of Jesus, let your power and glory be manifested before them. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Everybody said in Jesus' name. Amen. You're dismissed.